welcome back, welcome back to another episode of A Woman Like You. My name is Shanice Barnett. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome. I would strongly recommend that you go back to the previous episodes because then you will get a better understanding of how we ended up at this point. Now, thank you so very much to those of you who continuously pour into me, for those who send your words of encouragement, the love, the feedbacks, they're greatly appreciated. And a special thank you to those of you who have opened up your heart space and have been vessels who are able to hold and to receive the messages that I pour into you weekly. I am forever grateful for those of you who are healing, for those of you who are finding your truth, for those of you who are learning more about yourself and learning to appreciate you. I am so happy, so happy to have you here weekly with me. All right, so this week, uh, I mean, This is very, very sensitive for me, but I I thought about it, I prayed on it, and I felt, after all that, I felt like there was a release that I could share, share this truth. Now, this is part one of a two-part episode. Next episode, we will have a special guest who will also share her truth undiluted, unedited, unfiltered from another perspective that can probably help you on your journey. So for those of you who know, who know me personally, you know that I lost someone who was very dear to me, someone who I guess we know that people die, but I think it all hit me so sudden. It came out of nowhere. I mean, but that's death for you. It's so sudden and and so permanent that it leaves you sometimes spinning out of control. And um, there, there are so many things that losing this person did to me and did for me. And so... I am grateful, grateful for what it did for me and what it did to me. I am also grateful for the fact that I had this person in my life, that God placed this person in my life, that I could learn these life lessons. However bitter some of them might have tasted, I am still grateful nonetheless. I am learning daily to appreciate the good and the bad in the lessons that I learn because I figure if I didn't need to learn those lessons, I wouldn't have had those experiences. And God makes no mistakes. Whatever it is that he does or whatever it is that he allows is for his will to be completed in my life and so 
tonight I'd like to talk about how important it is to heal before you enter into especially intimate relationships. It is very important because sometimes I hear people say, you know, we can heal together, you can heal each other and to be honest, <laughs> healing personally I found that no one else can play as great a role as I can for myself. And I know that to be true. It doesn't matter what the counselor might say, what the therapist might say, your friends, um, the inspirational book that you might have read, the quote that you read, the movie that you watched, the prayer. You can pray and of course, you can pray for God to heal your heart. But the part that we cannot skip, that necessary step that we have to take is the part where we heal ourselves. And so I learned that. I I, I wouldn't say I learned it late. I think I learned it at the right time. But I want to go back to a couple of years ago where I was still struggling. I didn't know what healing was. You hear the word, you hear, you know, you need to heal, um, you need to set yourself free, but I never really understood what healing was. And so I met a man who would become my husband very soon after. And I met him at a very broken part of my life. I mean, I was I wasn't even myself. To be honest, I didn't know who I was at that point when I met him, but I was already suffering so much trauma as a child that I didn't heal from. And then I ended up in a bad relationship as a result of that, because, you know, when you're, when you were, when you're traumatized, even simple things like red flags, you don't really know what that is. We'll talk about that some other time. But when people say, oh, you should have seen the flags when you're hurting, when you were bruised, when you were broken, I promise you the the red flags aren't exactly red. <laughs> you know, some might be pink. You know, some might be so pale pink that you think it's white. And so, I didn't know what red flags were, and so I ended up in a relationship. I'll also talk about probably in another episode. Um, I was very broken coming out of that relationship there was uh there was no physical abuse but there was i was coming out of a relationship where i had to go to court had to get a restraining order yes it was it was crazy it was a crazy point in my life and so i met my then husband right in the middle of that right in the middle of the chaos and he was there he was there he was what i needed at the time he showed up and he showed out and I wouldn't say I would change anything but what I would have done differently right if I wanted to do anything differently was I would have allowed myself to heal first but coming out of brokenness a lot of times we 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 tend to see the opposite of that right in that moment and we're like oh yes my saving grace and so that's what he was for me. He was my saving grace. He was my hero. He was 
the person who took the burdens that I was carrying on my shoulder and he carried them so effortlessly he made it seem so easy and so I think I fell in love with that the way he cared for me the way he showed up for me the way he took care of me the way how he stepped in without me even saying what I needed him to do he was always ready to step in ahead of time and he you know 10 steps ahead of me as far as taking care of me and I, I fell in love with that and so not long after we met he said he wanted to get married and of course my saving grace my knight in knight in shining armor my superhero of course of course broken of course <laughs> yes I was broken but for me I didn't understand that what I needed to do then was to take a step back from what I was in before to heal to do the necessary work on myself to evolve as a person what I thought I needed at the time was this man to love me right because the person before was doing it the wrong way and so I met somebody and I'm like okay he's doing it right this is it I didn't court I didn't do any form of marital counseling I just knew of course I fell in love with how he loved me and how he cared for me he treated me like a princess and so hey why do I need to heal I have this amazing man who is showing up for me that's all I needed I just needed someone to show up and take care of me not financially but to know that he had my back was everything and so we got married um to be honest I never because I didn't know how important it was for me to heal I never thought of the fact that okay maybe there are other people who also have things to heal from and so he had his own issues that he also needed to heal from and so we were two broken people who attracted each other yeah we attracted each other and so everything was good we loved each other there's no doubt if you know me you know i i loved him and i know that he loved me and i think that he knew that i loved him but then there came a point where our demons could not get along my brokenness started to resurface the fact that i was suffering trauma and and pain and all of that that started to pose issues he had his own trauma that he needed to heal from that now started to surface so we started to bump heads where for me coming out of a relationship where he was very controlling and and i had to literally get away to save my life i my trauma response now was like okay i don't want to have anyone control me so to be honest now if you ask me there's some things that i was to be blamed for absolutely because to be honest i don't even know if it was ever my husband's intention to try to control me but i was traumatized so anything like simple things like uh okay i don't think you should go there right away i'm like see here we go you're trying to control me again and then 
the 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 fighting the the rebellion would start right then and there because I'm like okay I'm not going to allow you to do what the other person did that's a trauma response right there I fought throughout my marriage to prove that I need you to understand that I don't need you I need you to understand that I can always get out when I want to and so in my marriage I was living in the US and I kept coming back and forth to Jamaica if if we had a a disagreement I kept traveling back and forth because in my head okay I want you to understand that I'm I'm not stuck I can get up and go to Jamaica when we have a disagreement I wasn't necessarily doing it consciously to say oh I'm sticking it to you but it was it was a mental thing for me and that came from trauma that I needed to heal from it was okay I need to get out of here so he can see that I can get out of here because of course like I said my relationship before that that I had to run away and get a restraining order for was so much control was so much he was always everywhere with me so I I I felt I needed to fight and then I cannot speak for my husband but for him based on what we discovered over time about each other his trauma came from having a father that left the home when they were young and then a mother being left to raise six of them and she oftentimes neglected the home to you know go go live her own life because the father was abusive and she felt like she needed to escape so there is his trauma where there's this mother that is always running away from her responsibilities as far as he viewed it right and then now here is a wife who is proving that hey i can just go off when i feel like so he i guess over time felt like okay so you're doing the same thing you're shutting down you're shutting out you're abandoning your post like my mother did and here i am on the opposite end like hey you cannot control me i got to prove to you that i can go if i want to and to be honest guys that was a recipe for disaster so here's two people who love each other dearly who care for each other deeply who kept bumping heads because our traumas were there that we needed to heal from we didn't know that at the time and so most of the times that we we had a, a disagreement it was along the same line it was along me proving that you cannot control me and him proving that hey i don't want to be with a wife who's gonna abandon me when things get rough or whatever and so we fought like that for a while um it got to the point where i i said you know what i can't take it anymore i wanted out because of course then i still needed healing um i remember so many times that we 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 argued and he, here's our trauma talking where it got so heated it's either him or me saying you know what might as well we end this Now listen if you're doing that in your relationship I am here to tell you it is not something good it leads nowhere good if you are suffering from something that you need to heal from go get individual counseling heal your own trauma and then come back as a couple and try to heal the rest you know the leftovers together but yeah so for us it was it was always that that escape clause like okay you know what you don't want to be here you can leave or me like okay you know what i don't have to be here i can leave and so 
it was just up and down because at the end of the day i would i would travel to jamaica for like two weeks and then he'd be like hon i'm so sorry i shouldn't have said that i am like you know what i shouldn't have said that and then we end up going back and forth at there came a point where we started to do counseling together and i guess that we should have gone to counseling alone and then worked through our own issues individually and then done couples therapy because still even when we got to therapy we still had these roadblocks we still had not worked through our own issues we hadn't done our own shadow work to discover what was the source of each of our pains what i learned afterwards was none of us was responsible for the other person's pain but because we couldn't understand it we couldn't see from our perspective why the other person felt this way and why the way we felt was direct conflict to how the other person felt so i feel we kept hurting each other even though we loved each other very much and so it got to a point where i said you know what we both agreed that you know all right this isn't going to work um yeah this isn't going to work i don't know how we came to that because what this isn't going to work meant for us was we were still going to be together and that right there is trauma we're still going to be together we're still going to talk every single day we're still going to exchange the i love yous it, we didn't even say that to people because it sounds kind of silly because you're going to tell people okay we're going to get a divorce we're going to separate and then not to tell them oh yeah we we're on the phone talking for two hours but somehow in my mind not having that that not having that um what i consider then to be a cage to say oh we're in a marriage so we have to it just made it so much easier which kind of solidifies that at the point where we got married we should have really been just loving on each other and working through our own issues right and so that was our life we 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 talked every day he was the most amazing father to my daughter she couldn't have asked for a better dad and we talked every day we talked about just about anything decisions for her we made together um if something was going wrong at work i was a person he would call if i was in pain if if i had a headache i would more than likely tell him before i tell anybody else because i know that he had the answer i was going through depression and it's funny because here's this person who you're telling yourself that okay i need to separate separate from but here's this person who really has the answers that i needed and so that's that's what it was it it was it's hard to explain how you get to a place where you want to be out but then you are still fully in but the formalities and so we were that way for a while and we kept getting back to the place like okay there was the, the, the aggression because now we know i i know i knew he loved me and i i know i knew what he wanted um I, I wasn't sure I was ready for that and why I wasn't sure is because I was I I needed to heal I was broken I was still hurting from many things right things that didn't even have to do with him and so we did that for a while we did that for a while and then 
and then um we finally got to a place where we talked and we had an argument we had a very big argument that kind of it did it did some things to me it even had me rethinking reconsidering and it got to a point where i said you know what there's no doubt that i love you there's no doubt that you love me there's no doubt that he would do anything for my daughter which meant everything to me there's no doubt that he would move heaven on earth if that's what needed to happen for me to be happy and so i finally made the decision that you know what maybe this time we could heal we could go through the healing process we could go to counseling work out our issues that's when i realized that that was probably the time where we needed to work on our own issues and then try to make this work as a couple and then by the time i i got to that point where i said hey let's work on it um he was dead <laughs> he died yeah and then what his death did was way more than the lessons that i learned from knowing that i need to heal i'm so sorry guys I'm still working through this. Still working through it. So his death was so sudden. And the finality of it made me realize oh made me realize just how important how important healing is because it was after he died so a lot of the things that i just mentioned about wanting to work through our own traumas and whatever how important that was i i only learned this after his passing everything hit me so fast that to be honest when i learned of his passing nothing mattered nothing mattered none of the disagreements that we had none of the arguments none of it mattered then and there it's like it almost went out the window because no death trumped everything nothing in that moment seemed unforgivable nothing seemed like something that i couldn't look past it was then and there that my life came to a stop i think that and that's why i said i'm grateful for the lessons because that right there set me on this path to finding who i am as a person this is where and i i spoke about this in a past episode where i said i'll talk about where my path to enlightenment really started and that's really where it started i have started to do some inner work before you know trying to 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 face some issues trying to dig up some issues trying to find some answers as to why i responded this way you know why there was a trauma response to that why is it that i'm like this naturally or if, if it is something that i learned over time and then it was after his death 
after his passing that I was forced now at that point to relive all of those moments to play over in my head what could have been different what I should have done different what I could have viewed from another perspective and so that put me on the path that I am right now that set me off in the direction that I took because then I realized okay there's some work here that I have to do there are some things that I have to forgive myself and to forgive him for even in his passing he was no longer here to ask for forgiveness I had to set him free I had to set his his spirit free I had to work through some of the things even for him based on some conversations that we had I realized then and there how important it was for me to heal before I could even consider forming any form of a healthy relationship with anybody it was in that moment that was the aha moment for me where I realized the mistakes that I've I've made or I wouldn't even say mistakes but I realized some of the directions that I took in my in my past as far as choosing a partner it was then that I realized that okay I was probably looking for the wrong things right it was then and there that I realized what I should have been looking for, what are the signs that I should have been looking out for. And then I had to go through that and I had to also allow my daughter to go through the loss in her way. And it was hard. It's still hard. I still have days when I remember. I am now at a place where I cry away less. I cry way less. I, I am now at a point where I I think about him now and I smile because like I said, once he died, the things that I thought I was so angry about and oh can't believe he he said that, I can't believe he did that out. How dare him? All of that went out the window. Like I don't know, I don't know if you can relate to this, I don't know. But yeah, it's like nothing mattered then. And so I realized just how, just how short our time here is because had I thought, had I thought for a moment that he probably wouldn't have been here when I was ready to make amends, I would have agreed quickly long before that. I would have forgiven some, what I consider now to be petty things a long time before that. I mean, it wouldn't have changed when he went, but it would have been so much different, right? Because I would have been able to set some things free, set my own spirit free, set him free before he went. And that death kind of reminded me what I always knew that we're on borrowed time. We're on borrowed time, guys. And so I, 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 I say right here, if you are in a relationship and you feel like you can work on it you feel like there's something to work on you feel like there's something to build on build on it work on it now because you really don't know when you might be getting a phone call to say hey such and such passed away and then your entire life might feel like it doesn't even make sense then because then you realize that all the anger all the hurt i spoke last episode about letting go you will realize how important it is to let go 
you will realize then that none of the hurt, none of the resentment, none of the anger that you're holding on to is worth it when that person is not even here for you to direct you towards them. You will realize how much it will eat you alive. The what if, the what if I had not, what if I had done this instead? It will eat you alive. And so I'm saying to you, if you're in a relationship, a friendship, whatever it is, and there are things that you need to work through and you feel like, hey, I, I can't even work through this. It's not worth it. If there is love, if there is something worth working on, work on it. Work on it quickly. You do not have forever. If it is your husband, if it is your wife, if it is a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it is, if there is something worth holding on to, hold on to it and fight for it. Fight for it today because tomorrow is not sure. Tomorrow you might be trying to make sense of... <laughs> A situation and you're like wait wait what I, I it took a while before I could even accept that that was the reality like wait so you're trying to tell me that he did not see my messages when I said hey I'm willing to work through this he wasn't here you mean when I was ready he wasn't here to receive it you do not want to be in that position because it was hard for me to work through it I have a friend a very good friend of mine Gloria she's 77 years old she's such a beautiful person and Gloria said to me one day we were sitting in her sanctuary and she said to me you know honey he he died to set you free and I'm like wait what it didn't even make sense what she said and then now I'm able to realize what she meant because funny enough years like probably two years or three years prior to that him and i were sitting on a beach one night um i think they said that the turtles were going to be on that beach you know they were going to lay eggs on whatever and we went out there very late and we we were we sat there and he said to me you're such a beautiful person and he said you deserve a man who loves you and worships you and i was like what what do you mean and he said to me yes you deserve that and he said you know, I'm going to die before you. And I said, how can you know that? Because he was way older than me. And he said, yeah, I'm going to die. And I said, listen, not because you're older than me means that you're going to die first. I could die first, right? And he said to me, um, no. He said, one of us, Shani will need me. That's my daughter, will need me more than she needs him. So he will die first and so she will have me. And I was so upset at him, so upset for even bringing that up. I'm like, you talking about death. We're sitting here under the moonlight on a beach, nice, fresh, crisp air, and here's what you're talking about. And so, um, excuse my, my puppy here. And so, I, yeah, it got to the point where I had, I remembered that after he died, I remembered how he said he was going to go before me. And so when Gloria said that, it took a while before I could understand what she meant. That he literally set me free. Because this path that I am now on, I would not have been on it without him passing, to be honest. It's so sad to, to, to even admit, but that is the truth. I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't have learned to tap into my heart space the way I am now. I wouldn't have learned this this new appreciation that I have for life and for love and for nurturing healthy relationships had he not passed I would not have learned how to be present be in the moment live in the now like I do 
now since he passed so it is it is really hard to say that losing someone so close someone so dear to me really set me in the, in, in on the, the the path that i needed to be on it really aligned me it really showed me where i need to where i need to be where i need to get how i need to appreciate how i need to agree quickly forgive those i love because of him i am now able to say okay i can quickly say okay is this worth it it's worth it let's fix it and i am so grateful for that now while i i might feel like i was not ready to be married at the time i was definitely ready to meet this person because i needed to meet him i needed to experience the good and the bad i needed to have someone show up for me in the time he came into my life at at, at the time when i needed him most and he showed up and he helped me through that because of him i was able to not go completely into a shell like i would have if i had to go through that experience alone he showed me what it is for a man to show for a woman he allowed me to be feminine he allowed me to be soft to be vulnerable and so because of him i was able to be feminine to be presently consciously feminine and i'm so so grateful for that I'm so grateful for the time that I spent with him. I'm so grateful for for what he poured into me, whether it was a negative or a positive because I promise you that it helped me be who I am. And so I tell you if you are broken, if you are in a relationship or you are broken but you're not yet in a relationship, take your time to heal if you're listening to this and you're on your way out of a relationship or just out of it take your time to heal healing is the most important thing you can do for yourself it's the best thing you can do for yourself and ultimately for the person who you will welcome into your space i cannot say this enough how important it is to get to know yourself before you can get to know anyone else or before you allow them to know you before you allow them to see the parts of you that make you who you are heal the broken parts and so it's so much easier it's so much easier to love a person who is already on their way we don't need we 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 really shouldn't have to be dealing with other people's chaos to be honest we shouldn't have to because hurt people hurt people broken people break people healed people heal people and so i tell you tonight i share my story with you take from it what you might take the parts of it that resonate with you most whatever part it is Of this part of my journey that resonates with you take it with you and hold it dear to you whether it is that you learn how important it is to love and to live in the now and to show up whether it is that you learn that you need to heal because while you're broken you attract broken people whatever it is that you learn from it take it 
absorb it. And I send you love. I send you vibrations of peace and joy. I send you heavenly vibrations of clarity. And I pray that you are a vessel who is able to hold and to receive me. Thank you again for tuning in. And I look forward, I so look forward to welcome our guest next week. She will share from her perspective the importance of healing before you welcome a relationship into your space, before you welcome someone else into your chaos, how important it is to heal yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Do enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hello, guys. Hello. Welcome back to my podcast. This is A Woman Like You, and my name is Shanice Barnett. Now, I know I promised that I would post a new episode every Friday and I've gotten messages like, hey, you know, you haven't been on here for a couple of weeks. But guys, let me tell you, these past few weeks for me have been the balancing act. That's all I can say. I've just been trying to balance, trying to balance my meals, trying to balance my time. I haven't been able to finish a book that I started four weeks ago because, I mean, I haven't been able to journal for a few, probably weeks now. I started a new job and it takes so much out of me, right? And then there are new things that I'm working on and other areas of my life that I'm evolving in and so I've been just showing up daily just trying to find balance and so not that I couldn't have come on here to post an episode but I want all my my episodes to be divine led um I want it to be from my heart space so I can just get up and just, you know, say some things on here, but I want to feel led to. And so I wait until I feel it like I really feel the nudge in my in my spirit to come on and and say something. Then, yes. So it's been a lot. It's been a lot. And so there are some things that I had to not stop, but pause until I I was able to figure out the juggling. Right. But yeah, thank you for tuning in once again. Um, So I celebrated my birthday last week, guys. Yes, I celebrated my birthday. This one was different for me because a lot of people say I overdo it. But I'll just say on my birthday, I do it. I do it. I celebrate myself. I celebrate my life. I celebrate my, my chaos. I celebrate the beauty in what makes me who I am. And... That's always been something that I do because life is so uncertain. We are not promised anything. There are no guarantees. And so I believe that, hey, if there's this one day that is really mine, well, usually I take like a month, but (laughs) 
I'm going to take it. I'm really going to take it. You know why? Because I deserve it. So I always found it funny how people are like, oh, I'm not really into birthdays. And they expect you to not really be into birthdays. No, no, no. If you don't think you deserve it, that's okay. If you don't think there's anything about your life that deserves to be celebrated, that's fine. But don't judge me. (laughs) So yeah, this year, however, was different because my new job, um for the first in I cannot even say how long I had to work on my birthday now that brought its own stress as as it was right um but it was it really wasn't bad I got a lot of blessings I got the birthday love the greetings the prayers the gifts so I did I did celebrate I had to remind myself sometime throughout the day that regardless I am here and I deserve to be celebrated so I did kind of do something over the weekend to you know but I want to talk about the weeks leading up to my birthday and what it was like for me now I know a lot of women don't like to admit this because you know people are gonna have so much to say and as much as we think oh we don't care what people say there are just some things that live in the back of your head rent free so even though you're like oh I don't care what people say I'm gonna do my own thing and yeah yeah that's all talk because you if you are honest enough with yourself you'll realize that there are some things that people say that it might not affect you as greatly as it does others but it does because if you can remember it afterward and you can feel like you're living what someone said then it does it does affect you right and so going back to what i felt a few days a few weeks before suddenly out of nowhere i had this overwhelming feeling like I was on a clock. So I always hear that, you know, when women hit their 30s and whatever, there's this, you feel like you're on a clock. And I've never felt it. So even when I was getting to 30, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. Now I'm grown, grown, you know. But I turned 31 and I was good. I was good months before. I was good a year before. And then weeks before, like it all hit me like a ton of bricks, you know, like, wow, wow wow (laughs) and then that's when it all happened i i the comparison and not comparing to anyone but comparing who i am now to who i was then and what i could have done differently and what i i think i i I failed at and how i think i could have spent my time better and what i think i could have accomplished that i didn't just yet and in as much as while that was happening i was reminding myself to be grateful to be present in the now still still i tell you i practice gratitude every day and if there's anyone on here who does that if you're honest enough you will say that listen you do that but you still have your moments and i was having my moments back to back like okay i could have accomplished this years ago i could have accomplished this last year oh my god how soon will i accomplish this i need to do this right now when i say i went through it i went through it right i was like hey i i i think i should have done this by now you know and then now i'm like okay i didn't do it then so now i i need to do it i i need to get it done now how do i make it work right now how do i get on this right now and it was it was very overwhelming to the point where days before my birthday i was so emotional and so sensitive like i was just crying for well, no, well not no reason but i was just crying 
And the day before my birthday, thank God I had to drive for about two hours. So that was a safe place for me. That was a place for me to release. I don't know about you, but sometimes a good cry makes me feel so much better. And so I cried and I released and I I felt a lot better. That needed to happen. But yeah, I just felt like there was so much pressure on me. And a lot of this is what society put on me. And I didn't even realize that I did take it on, you know. A lot of the pressure I was feeling was, okay, the the um the most famous one, your your ovaries, where society seems to be obsessed with a woman's ovaries. I mean, it's fine. I joke with my friends, my friends joke with me. It's okay when my friends say, Hey, what are you waiting on? you know? But you you face it from everybody and that's just a pressure, one of the pressures that women have to go through. And so that was overwhelming on me too. Like, oh my God, I don't wanna wait until I'm thirty five or 30, whatever it is, I don't want to be having another child when I'm high risk. And then I started thinking of the fact that my daughter's age is going to be far off. There's going to be a, an age gap if I decide to have a child in two years. And I was like, oh my God, I got to get on it now. And then on the other side of the spectrum, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm really ready because there are certain things that I want to put in place in my life. And then I had to figure that out. Like, do you want to, or do you not want to? And there are just so many things that I went through so many different emotions because you're like, yeah, I need to. And then you're like, maybe I don't need to. Maybe I should feel. And then, especially when it comes on to, you know, something like that, there's one one end. On one end, people will say, oh, don't feel pressured into feeling like you need to have a child right now. There's nothing wrong with having a child when you're 36. Uh, yes, there is. Because when you do, especially if it's a fact that you, you sit intentionally and you wait. Now, if you didn't have children and you've been trying and that is when it happens, then, you know, God bless you. But you you sit there and you wait and then now you get to high risk and then you have a complicated pregnancy and God forbid something happens to the kid. And then these same people say to you, oh, well, it's your fault because if you didn't wait that long to have the child, then this wouldn't happen and you wouldn't be going through this. So it's just really all of that that you have to balance, you know? And then you don't want to just get up and have a child because you're racing the clock and not feel completely ready. So yeah, that was that was one of the things for me. There are also certain things that I have. I, wouldn't even, I, I don't have it written down or anything, but there's a list and then you start realizing now you're looking at your list and you're like whoa oh my god i haven't accomplished that yet so when am i going to accomplish that one that's after that and i struggled struggled with it um the thoughts and the what do i need to do differently now and how do i need to grow and how do i need to expand in this area asap (laughs) you know and I know I'm not the only person who goes through this. There's, I'm not the only person who goes through the uncertainties of what direction you want your life to go in. You're trying to strike the balance between being youthful and then being grown because you, I mean, I can speak for myself. You get to that point where you lose taste in some things. Like you no longer have a desire to do some of the things that you probably did five years ago, but then you get to that point and then you're also like, okay, I have to hold on to some of this youth. I can't afford for myself to be, you know, completely over on the other side. And so you struggle with that too, like finding that healthy balance between 
who you are right now and who you are called to be. And so, yeah, all of that I went through. And I think I finally made a breakthrough after that cry and after realizing, like, we see time, we see age, we see competitions, we see comparisons, but God doesn't see that, right? And I had to remind myself, like, I had to pull back on my own strength because I... I date older men and usually when someone says you know how do you date someone that much older and I say um I don't see age and so I had to remind myself like why am I seeing age now why am I being so hard on myself why am I not allowing myself to go through my process why am I not embracing and enjoying this journey? Because if you get stuck, if you get caught up in the comparison of who you were and who you are and who you should become, what you do is miss out on who you are in this moment. You miss out on the present. You you miss out on the beauty of this journey. You don't get a chance to, to see the beauty in it because you're so caught up in, okay, that's where I need to be. So you're either looking back at, oh my God, that's where I was. I can't believe that's where I was. And then you start looking forward at, oh my God, I need to get there. I need to get over there. So you miss everything that is around you. You forget to smell the roses. You forget to just live. You forget to just wallow in who you are now, your existence now, the beauty that you are right now. And so I had to, I had to pull myself back like, hey, hey, you are not going to miss out on what is happening in your life right now. The blessings, the beauty, the chaos, because even the chaos is a part of it. You're not going to push aside all the work that you've done on yourself, all the healing that you've that you've experienced, that you're still experiencing because you're going to compare who you were to who you are and then to who you are supposed to be, right? I had to really remind myself, like, listen, be grateful for right now. Be present right now. Be grounded in the now. Be grounded in love to the point where you don't look at yourself and think, hey, I should have. So I finally got to the point and I think I got there on my birthday where I'm like, where you are is where you needed to be. This is where God would have you be. Nothing could have been different. So all the things you thought you could have done or you should have done, you couldn't because God would have you be where you are right now in this exact place for his purpose where i am right now will serve myself and serve others attached to me right the growth that i'm experiencing right now it couldn't have been any better right it couldn't have been any faster it couldn't have been any slower it is exactly what is required of me to become who i am or to become who i'm called to be rather and that's when i realized like I'm not the only person who goes through this. There is a woman like me. There's a woman who feels pressured and feels like, oh my God, I need to get married. I need to have children. I need to own this house. I need to own a car. But you are where you are because that's where you are supposed to be. And it is okay. It is perfectly okay to want more. Because a lot of persons might say, oh my God, you are so blessed as it is. You have certain opportunities that others don't have. You're ungrateful. No, it's not ungrateful. 
it's okay to be grateful extremely grateful for what you have right now and who you are right now but it's also okay to desire more not to pause your present experience though to focus on what needs to happen but it's okay to desire more to know that okay i want more for myself it is okay to set goals it is okay to have desires you know and so i'm a woman like you and i'm sharing what it was for me because i know that what it was for me is what it was for some of you what it is right now and what it will be for some of you and i just want to remind you that when you get there or if you are currently there just look around you because it doesn't matter what is happening around you that you think is negative or that you think is stagnant there is always something beautiful always because it's like the yin yang right what that represents is in every good there is bad and in every bad no matter how dark it looks no matter how it looks like okay there's no hope there is good and so sometimes we have to accept that hey things might be looking good but then there's that bad thing and we have to embrace it as much as we embrace the fact that when things are looking really dark and looking really bad there is that one thing there is that goodness in it and so we have to find that we have to find the balance to recognize that hey i want more or hey i am grateful but both can exist simultaneously you can be grateful while still strive to achieve more right and you can want more for yourself and still remain grateful so yeah that was that was my i would say about 2 weeks of I wouldn't I'm trying not to use the wrong word but I would say my dark moment I was having some dark days I was I was in the shadows for those days but here I am to encourage you to tell you that hey it's okay and there is beauty in growing old there is because as I get older I look at some of the things that I did like 5 6 7 10 years ago and I'm like man thank God for growth thank God for maturity and also take good care of yourself eat well eat healthily take care of your skin use healthy products you know drink your water mind your business (laughs) there is all of that to do to make it so much easier but as you grow you will see you will see that there is actually beauty beauty because now when someone says how old are you i'm like okay i'm 31 and i don't feel how i felt um probably weeks ago saying oh my god i'm turning oh oh that's how i felt (laughs) but no i don't feel that way anymore there is this peace there is this acceptance of who i am and i am now able to see great beauty in this chapter of my life i look forward to everything that it comes with i look forward to the evolution i also look forward to the failures because i will fail and i look forward to embracing all of it i look forward to how i will grow as a person as a friend as a mother as a partner as a daughter i look forward to just spreading my wings and you know being the best version of myself and so i share this with you i send you love on your journey 
send you peace and clarity for whatever it is that you're going through right now that you are struggling with. It might not be anything similar to what I'm going through, but I want you to understand that I am a woman like you. You are a woman like me. We go through things and as much as we feel like we go through it alone, we do not. There are there are others. There are others just like us. There are others with similar situations. And I want to send you love on your journey, whatever it looks like for you right now, whether it is that you are enjoying the present or you're you're not floating. If you're feeling like you're sinking, I'm sending you love. I'm sending you healing vibrations right vibrations of clarity i pray that you will receive divine assistance in whatever area of your life that you need it most i send you positive positive vibrations and hopefully hopefully i'll be able to post another episode next friday Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Do enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Be grateful. Be grounded.